This is the Wally Show podcast with Wally, Gavin, and me, Betty Rock. You can always find us at wayfm.com slash Wally or stream us live every weekday morning through the WayFM app. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. Uplifting Way FM. We definitely need a little more of this in the world. Oh, that's how you do it, kids. (laughs) It's the Wally Show. So yesterday, there's a family that is beyond thrilled. Their day started off horribly, and then it ended wonderfully. Uh, There was a two-year-old boy who uh, was in his parents' car, and the car got carjacked with the boy in it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, terrifying for this family. And they start panicking, obviously. And there's a school bus coming down the road, and they run up. They flag the school bus down. Everyone's, like, freaking out and yelling. The bus driver opens the door, and, uh, you know, the guy yells to him, hey, Hey, my child's been uh, abducted in a carjacking. And so uh, the school bus driver, Dave, uh, does the right thing, calls 911 immediately. And, and there's a whole lot of right that goes on in this story. One, that he stopped with people waving. Oh, yeah. you know, a lot of times you're like, you just head down and do your job. Mm-hmm. But he stopped. And then so he calls 911. That starts the ball rolling. And then, though, what he did was he also got on his radio to all the other school buses because they're out there driving around and they're in the air in the neighborhood and he does this and there's a lady that uh, who hears this she's another bus driver Sue and she is driving and she's like I just passed a kid like sitting on the side of the road so she whips her school bus around which by the way is not easy to do <laughs> you can't do that in like a normal neighborhood no, if no. you're just an average driver it's like a 10 point turn yeah. you know and she finally got around took her 45 minutes got the bus turned around <laughs> uh, but like so she goes back around and she sees this kid sitting on the side of the road and she gets out of her school bus and goes and wraps the kid in a blanket picks the kid up and puts him on the bus and then radios in and so like like, I know if this was me, though, it would have just been a kid that was waiting there for, like, no reason, just hanging out. And I, in essence, would have abducted a the child. Kid. Yeah, like, that's the kind of thing that goes through my mind. Because a two-year-old can't tell you what just happened. No. And so, like, again, all the right things are happening in place. People stepping out, taking chances, not worrying about what could or could be wrong or, you know, or whatever. And so they uh, get this lady, uh, gets this kid, and uh, they take him back to the mom. Man, a wonderful reunion for this entire family. A little bit of heroics, a little bit of luck, hopefully. Yeah, seriously, around every part of this. Uh, the family is all back together, so they are happy. They even got their car back. Oh, good. Uh, oh, yeah. Everyone wins. Yeah, the only thing that's uh, outstanding in this uh, story is they still need to catch the carjacker. Okay. They do that, and we've hit the trifecta of goodness. Send the bus drivers. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and God made us all different. He gifted us differently. And this was apparent the other day when I was talking to Betty Rock, and it's like she doesn't mind helping people move. She likes it and likes mm. the process of weeding out things. And and I'm like, un- no, no, absolutely it's, not. It sounds stressful. It's tiring. It's not fun. No, no. There's anything I would. There's so many other things I would rather do than that. But she's like, I kind of like it. And uh, it made me start thinking about the things that you like that other people may not like, you know, and, and maybe it makes you a little odd or something like that. Like, I love awkward uh, situations. Oh, no. I do, and, and I love I, creating them. I I see that 
like week in and week out. And I'm yeah. just the type of person that wants to like put my head down as yeah. soon as it gets that way, run for the hills. But you love it. I love it. I thrive in it. Yes, oh, you uh, are the, uh, the awkward is crazy. Wonderful. You know, uh, what would something Gavin that you love that other people might hate? It took me a second, but in the mornings I take freezing cold showers. Oh, for the love! And it wakes me up. Really? And I don't love the initial feeling, but it only takes one second to be like and acceptance and now I feel a lot better and we wake up so early in the oh morning I need every advantage I can. I'm the complete opposite. I spend time, I turn the water on, I waste water, uh, I'm guilty. <laughs> uh, I turn the water on while I'm getting dressed to let it be warm for just for my hands, just even my hands to hit the water. I want them warm in the morning. You should try and take a cold shower. No, just absolutely not. I won't even wash my hands when it's cold. That's There's so no funny. way I'm doing that in a shower form. No. Uh, so that's what I want to talk about with you right now. What are those things you love that other people hate? My wife could actually say me. Uh, <laughs> 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. I'd love to hear your thing. And who knows, maybe you're uh, very similar to one of us. One of us uh, probably does the same thing that you do. And so you're not alone. 855-33-WAY-FM. So, Mike, what is that thing you love that other people hate? It's the dishes. My wife and I have a system where I do the dishes and she does, like, the litter or something for the cat. And, and yeah, I like doing the dishes. I like clearing out Mount Dishmore, as we call it. <laughs> Mount Dishmore, that's funny. Like, my wife yeah. does the dishes. I'm not allowed to touch them because I don't do them up to her standards, you know, I guess. And she was gone recently, and I did all the dishes. And I did a lot of dishes. I did a lot of cooking, and uh, my mom was in town, and so we just made stuff all the time. And and I actually found that I didn't hate it, and I wanted to keep helping. But again, my wife came back and rewashed everything I did. So I do it with music. So yeah, and everything's better with music. We have good music, so there you go. There's nothing like uh, doing dishes while you hear Natalie Grant uh, singing "Clean." You know that, that it seems to work. <laughs> hey, it's the Wallace Show. Who's this? This is Bernie Hill. Now, Bernie, is there something that you do that you love that other people may not like? Because uh, I, I found this out with Betty. She likes to help people move, which is just demented. Uh, so what's that thing for you? Well, it's actually my job, Wally. Oh, what do you do? I, I'm a construction manager, and my motto is Bernie Hill never worked, never will. <laughs> and it drives people crazy. They can't believe I love my job. See, man, that's great. They always say, you know, if you love your job, you never work a day in your life. And I, I wish there were more people that loved what they do. Even if you have a job that's not fun, if you make it something that you love and you want to excel at it and be the best at it, there's pride in that, and it can make the job better. Yes, sir. I'd say have a great day, but I know you're going to do that anyway, right, Bernie? Yes, sir. <laughs> this is my hit the floor. Have a good one, man. Thank you. Yeah, see, I'm in Bernie's boat. I love what I get to do every day. You know, here at Way FM, and because it makes a difference in people's lives, makes a difference in my life. There's hope uh, that is found here. And if you love listening to Way FM, would you consider maybe helping out during our pre-support drive push? This is where somebody has put up fifty-five thousand dollars in a dollar-for-dollar match to get us kicked off as we head into support drive next week. And what that means is your gift to Way FM, because you, just like Bernie, keep us on the air. And if you get involved right now until Monday, your gift is going to be 
match dollar for dollar. So if you do a $500 gift, it becomes $1,000. $1,000 gift becomes $2,000. And, and whatever you choose to do, even a monthly gift, will be automatically doubled by these people who love Way FM. you know, hopefully as much as you do. So if you want to, you can help out and give your Way FM a head start as we move into Support Drive next week. All you have to do is text GIVE to 91979. That's GIVE to 91979. Uplifting, Way FM. This is The Wally Show. It's Time Capsule Tuesday, where we're going to take a little jaunt back in time. And not way back today. We're going back to 2017. Gavin and I will each pick a song that we like from that year. And then you get to decide which song we play, uh, which one connected with you, and why you liked it. You know, share your reason behind it. So, Gavin, I'll let you go first. 2017, what song are you picking? I chose the king of Christian vibrato, Torrin Wells and uh, his song Hills and Valleys. Oh, nicely done. Wells cannot sing. He sings. Like, he's got it. He, like, he has just such a cool vibe, man. And he can riff. The guy's amazing. This is a great song. Absolutely. I remember having him in and having him try to teach me how to sing like he does. <laughs> how did that go? Uh, disastrous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It did not work. Not quite. Uh, I'm going to go with a song that I think is super powerful. That's the reason I picked it. Because it describes a lot of people's life experience. It's Even If by Mercy Me. I know you're able and I know you can Save through the fire with your mighty hand But even if you don't My hope is I just really love that concept of, you know, like when you hear people say, you know, I prayed for this and God answered the prayer, you go, okay, that's great for you, but my prayers didn't work out the way I wanted them to. Can I still say God is good, even though things don't work the way that you had hoped? Yeah, because faith is about believing in the things unseen, and sometimes you don't see your answers prayers, or your your prayers answered. Yeah, so that's a powerful song. I love it. And uh, Gavin's is a good one, too. Like, it's it's hard to go wrong with today's Time Capsule Tuesday. I'm not going to be mad at either of these but I'd love to know your choice and why. 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. You get to decide which Time Capsule Tuesday song we play next. On the mountains, I will bow my life to the one who sent me there. In the valley, I will lift my eyes to the one who sees me there. I know you're able and I know you can Save through the fire with your Way FM, this is The Wally Show. Lori, welcome to Time Capsule Tuesday. Now, you've heard the two uh, choices. We have Hills and Valleys by Torrin Wells or Even If by Mercy Me. You are going to be the sole decider of which song we play. So all you have to do is tell me which one you like and why. Uh, definitely Even If because my mother, who was also my best friend, died in 2017. Mm. And I had that played at her funeral just to remind me, even though... I was devastated. I was still going to praise the Lord. 
Yeah, that's so hard. And I think that this is more people's story than the miraculous healing. You know, I, I do believe that God heals, but I believe more people live in this place. And I love the lyrics to this. You know, I know you're able. I know you can save through the fire with your mighty hand. But even if you don't, my hope is in you alone. Like, I think that is a concept that we have to wrap our arms around and hang on to, that God is still a good God in the midst of the bad and when things don't go the way we want them to go. You know, my mother's healed. You know, she had cancer and she was healed the day God took her. Yeah, it's all a matter of perspective, is it not? Yes, definitely. Well, Lori, I appreciate you being on with us today on Time Capsule Tuesday. And so you have proclaimed it, and we will do this. And I hope this brings up some good memories of your mom uh, as well. It's Even If by Mercy Me, all the way back to 2017. Thanks, guys. say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night Reminding the broken it'll be alright But right now Coffee shops, poolside, back porch, picnic table at the park, at your kid's soccer practice. Just about anywhere can be your classroom when you decide to go back to school online at Colorado Christian University. I know I got my degree online and I actually did a homework at a campsite. I was uh, sitting around a campfire writing a paper. That is where I did some of my work that weekend. So life doesn't have to stop just because you go back to school to better yourself. You can work towards this future and this goal that you want to accomplish, and it doesn't have to totally consume you or derail your normal life with friends, your family, or what have you. And you can earn accredited degrees from Colorado Christian without ever setting foot on campus. So there really shouldn't be an excuse to not going back to school. If it's something you really want to do, you can do it. And all you have to do is go to ccu.edu slash Wally to learn more. And the other really important thing is that Colorado Christian is committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. So check it out, ccu.edu slash Wally. Uplifting Way FM. Here's a little something to help set the tone for the day. It's the Wally Show. As a parent, I think it's safe to say that kids deal with things that... I didn't have to deal with as a kid. The, the world has gotten rougher. It's gotten harder. You know, it's gotten scarier in a lot of ways. You know, I mean, you got school shootings and stuff now, yeah. and that wasn't a thing when I was a kid. It was a fist fight in the parking lot, and really no one got hurt. You know, that it was, was it. It wasn't a thing for me. I only finished school like 10 years ago, and it wasn't the thing for me. Well, it's interesting because as kids are going back to school and everything, uh, they're carrying some of this with them and the fears. And there is a new demand for children's books that address traumatic events such as school shootings. And I hadn't really thought of that, but like, you know, a, a book geared at kids for dealing with this because as anxiety and depression rates have soared uh, among kids, uh, parents, educators, advocates are saying that these books can help them cope. And uh, the sale of books for these uh, young kids on violence and grief and emotions have increased for nine straight years, which is sad because as the demand increases, there's a reason for it. You know, it's not like, oh, we just got scared her. You know, it's that there, there <laughs> have been incidences that go hand in hand with that fear, you know. 
And so we want to keep our kids safe. We want to shield them until they're ready for the big things. But sadly, it's harder and harder to do. And so child experts are saying, you know, kids are going to see these things. They're going to be aware of these things. So it's best not to avoid them and to talk about them. Yeah. And there's not really a manual, I think, for like parents to have those really tough conversations to so have some other form of a way of having that conversation in a way that might be easier for a kid to understand. That's probably really helpful for parents. Oh, for sure. And and in the wake of the Uvalde shooting, there was a book called I'm Not Scared, I'm Prepared that had to be reprinted to meet the demand, uh, oh, you know, because wow. it was already out there. But then a lot of parents in that community were like, well, how do I best handle this with my kids and stuff? And there is another book. There's a great book that addresses kindness and fear and anger and forgiveness. And the list goes on. It's actually called the Bible. Oh, and I don't yes. mean to Jesus juke this, but I'm telling you, man, we've stopped reading it to our kids. We've tried to compartmentalize. God and limit him in our society and in our thinking and, and, and we think that we know better and look where it's gotten us. We're in a mess, you know, and anytime you're doing like a project at work or a sport and things get out of sorts, what do you do? You go back to the basics. Any coach will tell you that. Like even in the pros, they're like I, 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 I took over this team, they were a mess, I made them do the basics again. This is a football, you know that famous speech from that coach, whoever it was. Uh, good good job. <laughs> I think it was Alabama. Uh, Probably. But anyway, you know, go back to the basics. And the basics in this case is focusing on your faith. It's really not that hard. We make it hard. But Jesus said, love God with all your heart and love others as yourself. And if we taught this to our kids and we truly lived it out and they truly lived it out, our world might look a little bit different. You know what I mean? And so it's just its just a theory. And that's one of the things, too, we, we talk about. We try to present hope for people here on a daily basis and, and God conversations and God honoring stuff. And so we want to be the antidote to the darkness. And as we move into Support Drive next week, you can actually help out with that this week. If that's important to you and you want some positivity in your kids' lives and, and faith-based entertainment and things in their lives as well, you can help give us a head start by jumping in with our our pre-support drive push. This is a $55,000 match that somebody generously put up, which means basically every dollar you give to Your Way FM is going to be doubled from now until Monday. So if it's $100, it's $200. If it's $1,000, it's $2,000. Your best monthly gift at $30 a month becomes $60 a month. So they put up this amount of money, $55,000. It's the biggest one we've ever had in a pre-launch event. And you can get involved and take advantage of that and be part of the solution to some of the problems getting christ back in people's lives maybe our world looks a little bit different it starts with this so if you want to help out it's so easy just text the word give that's g-i-v-e to 91979 and we will be more than happy to send you a link Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and Gavin uh, was familiar with the fast food chain In and Out Burger, but he was not familiar with the fact that they put Bible verses on their products, their cups, and their wrappings and stuff like that. Like uh, their cups have their shake cups have Proverbs three five. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not unto your own understanding. Like 
kind of cool. Very cool. Downside is you got to tip it over to see it. You know, so <laughs> you risk a lot yeah, doing that. But you know, it's there. And they even got into some Old Testament territory with Nahum one seven. The Lord is God, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in Him. That's on their famous uh, double doubles. Oh, so good. You know, and so yeah, you in, uh, if you have enough of those, you will meet the Lord. So that's uh, <laughs> important. Uh, but what I didn't know, you know, because I had always I lived in California for a while, and I knew that they did this, and I, I like to go in and out, but I didn't know where this started. It actually started by uh, one of the guys who owned it in the early 90s. He started putting Bible verses on their wrappers and cups just before he passed away. Uh, his uh, sibling or his uh, descendants had said he had just accepted the Lord and he wanted to put a little touch of his faith on our brand. That and is it's continued. So cool. I mean, that's what's cool too, that it's continued throughout that. And that nobody whined about it, yeah. you know? Because a lot of people do get a little touchy when it comes to, like, faith yeah. working its way into, like, the public stuff. Exactly. And I am curious, like, for you, like, this guy was so on fire for God when he got saved that he, like, he worked it into his business. So I am curious for you, like, if you think back to it when you got saved, what was that thing that you did to kind of, it was an extension of how on fire you were for God that maybe shocked some people or maybe even shocked you. You couldn't believe it. Like when I got saved and got serious about my faith, I uh, started a Christian band, and nice. we were going to be huge. It was called Heaven's Fire because we were on fire. All you get the dream. It? Uh, yeah, had a big hit with this one. Uh, well, not a big hit, <laughs> not even a hit, not even a little hit. We had a song. Uh, he died for you. Not afraid of some big harmonies and reverb. <laughs> Yeah, oh. pretty pretty 80s. <laughs> pretty 80s. I understand why that wasn't a hit per se, but I also feel like a lot of people don't have like things they can reflect on and say like, oh yeah, like I did that when I was on fire for God, or yeah. I kind of like kept it to myself. You didn't keep it to yourself. No, uh-uh. I was passionate about. Oh, you want to hear more? I'm sorry. Please do. <laughs> Not afraid of the harmonies, for sure. Should have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, it, it, I'm curious. Like, for you, what was that thing? What was that moment to kind of reflect on? 855-33. Gavin, stop giving me the sign to I'm play not, more. You I'm did. not. Okay, I'm here you not. go. Yeah. Uh, 855-33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. I'd love to hear your story about your faith and your conversion and how you were on fire right now. Did you ever have that thing when you got saved that you were just on fire, and how did that manifest itself? Whenever I sell stuff on eBay, on my packages, I will put a random Bible verse of what my Bible verse of the day was that I read that day. So whomever touches that box, they will have that Bible verse with them. And I've gotten only a few responses back whenever I sold on eBay, but they would tell me, thank you. And one of them was actually a pastor, which made me chuckle, but that was how I wanted to pass along the word to other people because it would touch so many other people's hands on the way to the person. Oh, that's cool. I really like that. And it's so simple and it's not pushy, but who knows, man? God can use anything and everything. That might have been the right verse for that person that day. And I believe 
believe God works like that. Yep, my thought too. <laughs> All right, Rebecca, conversion stories. You know, you get saved and it's a natural outpouring. You're like, I'm on fire. I want to tell people about God and things like that. How did that manifest in your life? What I've been doing here lately to stay on fire is to, um, every time I have to change my password, it works. Which is all the stinking time. (laughs) I make it either whatever my favorite song verse is from, you know, listening every day, or maybe it's a Bible verse. It could just be something as easy as blessed assurance or kingdom come. But... It just kind of reminds me every day. Every time I put in that password, I'm, I'm like, hackers, you better not be messing with me. <laughs> yeah, or if you do, you're going to get a little bit of scripture in the process. And then you're dealing with uh, more than me in the bank. You're dealing with the Lord. <laughs> That's right. Behold God stuff. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. And sometimes we like to talk about God stuff, to things that don't happen inside of the four walls of the church. And this was more of a pondering. So we brought in uh, Pastor Chad from the prayer wall at wayfm.com uh, to, to get his take on this because it's a pondering of mine. Okay. <laughs> so how many times do we hear ourselves saying things to our kids like, you need to be more grateful, you need to be kind to everyone, you should mm-hmm. share what you have and be generous? Like we have these aspirations for our kids. Yeah. And it's almost like we want them to be better versions of who we wish we were, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I was reminded of this with a conversation I had with my daughter and and I had to, you know, I had to think like, I bet God is saying the exact same things for me. Like he looks at the dumb things I do or don't do and it's probably like, hey, I uh, have even laid it all out for you. If you'll do these things in your life, you're going to feel better. And, and you and I will have a super strong relationship. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, you're going to flounder and be unfulfilled. So does God get disappointed in us or does he get disappointed mm-hmm. for us? I'm, I'm, I'm curious about that, what your take on that is. Disappointed is a strong word. Oh, it there. is. Yeah, it levels my daughter. Yeah, I think disappointed is a a strong word because I think his love is consistent. So Mm -hmm. sometimes when we think disappointment, maybe we would think like his love would wane. So can he be be disappointed then? But the Bible does say he's jealous for us and our our attention and our affection. And so I do think that there is a desire for us to walk in the right way. Mm. Now, granted, when we look at it through the lens of the gospel and our salvation, he sees us in as as he would see his own son, Jesus. So that's where it becomes difficult for me. Like theologically, I do think he wants our best. And I and I think it's sometimes where as, as I'm counseling people or encouraging people, they almost make it seem as God's um, punishing them for the wrong that they're doing or their wrong missteps. Right. And I don't believe that at all. I don't think God is punitive in that he doesn't punish us for our wrong things. He is always trying to redirect us. And so we shouldn't look at anything in our life as God's punishment on us either. Yeah, because there's consequences for your actions that are just in the world. You know, like if you break the law, you pay the price. It's not God punishing you. It's you did it to yourself, you know, in essence. I, I, I think that maybe the beauty of God is where we might get mad or disappointed, like say with our mm. kids. I think that I, I'm, I'm starting to believe that God hurts for us because he knows if you did all these things and you yeah. followed him and you followed his plan, you would you would 
go and your life would work better. It's not always perfect, but it would work better. I think he sees what could be and then what we've made it. And I think maybe it, it grieves his heart for us, yeah. you know? I think the greatest picture, though, is always that Jesus uses the parable of the prodigal son. And you get the picture of the father there willing to accept his son back at no no regard for anything he has done. So if we keep in mind that, yes. But I, I definitely agree with what you were saying before, that pushing our our kids towards gratitude, but it's also a push towards our own hearts. And that's weighing heavy on me today after a sermon on Sunday that I heard pointing us to stop complaining and start living a life out of gratitude. Oh, wow, is, that's funny. That's exactly Pastor, where I'm at. Pastor Chad was gone for a, uh, like a few days and he came back in. There was something that happened at work and all I did was complain. Chad! And then I just, I just like complain vomit all y'all. So now we're going to start practicing gratitude in here, too. I know. Oh, I hate you. All right. Well, there you go. That's your God stuff for today and a weird way to end that. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. He's wise beyond his years. I can't really tell, but it seems like he's very good. Here's Gavin. I am currently in the middle of the phase of my life where I'm going to at least three weddings every year. And it's rough. To be fair, like, I invited all these people to my wedding. They all showed up. You have and to go. I think it's just right for me to go. And sometimes it's a lot of fun. And as we go, we see all these, like, you know, colors that are trending. We see, like, bride dresses that are trending, things that are trendy. But apparently there's one trend that's getting a little bit of flack these days, and I think it's 100% valid. Apparently, a trend that's going on with brides these days is that they are super gluing their ears to the back of their, not back of their, but like they're kind of taping them, in essence, to their head because they want photos and videos where their ears don't stick out where their ears don't stick out if they've put their hair up because in a they're bun. doing a, they're doing a pushback a pullback exactly uh, thing and so all of a sudden you don't realize oh i have big ears yeah <laughs> and the only people that are going to be sober conscious up. of that are the brides themselves but right. it is their biggest day of their life it's the day they've been planning for you know decades right. for a long time and so i can understand wanting to look exactly the way that you yeah. envision yourself looking but i do think that it's very hard because we live in an age where we're all about like hey look like your true self i'm sure that's and there's no way that that is like safe or recommended well, like i've glued my fingers together by uh-huh. accident before and i have there's a solvent that i can use on the ca glue to get them apart uh and i'm assuming it's temporary yeah and that's what i saw is that it's a thing where it's like at the end of the day they have to like soak it and have to go through that process oh, but in my brain i no. couldn't imagine let's say it just didn't go Right. Like, I, right. I think a few years ago, we had that woman who uh, put Gorilla, gorilla glued her in her hair. hair. Back. Yes. And she had to have, like, a Surgeries. procedure done. Yeah. And what happens if it just, for some reason, goes wrong at the end of your day and you've ruined the best day of your life? Yeah. Your ears are pinned back forever. Like, oh, no. No, no, no. no. And it's a, it's a bummer because there was one woman and the, it went viral. And yeah. so you've got other people doing it. So you hope that this trend stops as soon as possible. But at the same time, like I understand wanting to look your best. Yeah, but that's that's next level, man. And trust me, if like your husband uh, doesn't love you because your ears stuck out, you married yeah, the wrong guy. You, exactly. you, you, cho- you got a bigger problem than your ears at that point, you know. 
Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and I'm a high-strung person by <laughs> nature. <laughs> Gavin just giggles awkwardly. Uh, I I get frustrated by things that don't work, and I and and I think right now it's it's just for whatever reason it's worse for me right now. I'm really heightened in a lot of different stresses and pressures, and everything is kind of getting to me. And so uh, we have been working on a, a back deck, like a screen and porch, and so I've been building part of it you know and we were up to the rails the other day and you have to put all these balusters in and this one rail had 20 something balusters and you're trying to get them all lined up and the two parts to meet and every time you'd get a little bit of it ahead of it like another one would fall out and then you you couldn't get it all together and 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 we had worked on this one for 35 minutes on one thing and i was frustrated my my mom was visiting my mom came out we needed an extra pair of hands, so it was me, my wife, and my mom trying to get this baluster and all these rails to come together uh, for the deck and got really close, and then it all fell apart. Every one that we had gotten, we were down to like the last three. I'm like, oh, we're on the home stretch, and then somebody bumped it, and they all fell. I, I was probably me, uh, and then they all came undone, and I just I lost my mind. I, oh. I threw my hammer. I was madder than fish grease, and so I'm like, just <laughs> I just I'm yelling at things like, why? I'm so mad right now at the situation. At the situation. Not at anybody in particular. No one did anything wrong. No, and so my wife looks at me and. My my wife's like, you need to calm down. I'm like, why? She's like, this is not good. Neighbors can hear you. I'm like, I'm <laughs> mad. It's okay to be mad. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at my mom. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm not mad at the Lord. I'm mad at these rails. These rails have really frustrated me. Are you okay? Is no. This, is this still with you? It's all coming back, Gavin. It's flooding back in. And so I was I was really mad. So I'm. I, my wife goes and gets me a drink, like a soda to calm down and take a break and blah, blah, blah. And so uh, I'm telling <laughs> Betty this story yesterday and Betty goes well did you apologize to your mama and I said no why and she goes well, you, you got upset in front of her. I said, yeah, but I wasn't upset with her. Why why would I have to apologize? And I didn't swear. And I would guess that she's probably seen, we're talking about mantrums, she's probably yeah. seen the childish tantrums yes. from you before. So, And I think with family, you're allowed to sure. be a certain part of yourself that you maybe you wouldn't be for like the rest of the world. And yeah. again, you're talking about yelling at things. It's not right. like you... You know, your mom bumped it and you yelled at your mom. So, yeah, my uh, my take on it was, no, I, I didn't apologize to my mom. I didn't feel like I needed to because I wasn't angry with her. I was angry at a situation that she just happened to be there for, you know, yeah. got to witness. And so that made me start thinking, okay, when I'm not sure about something, we do five calls, calls it. You make the call right now. Do I owe my mom an apology? Again, I didn't swear. I was really upset and I was loud <laughs> at the situation, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I owe my mom an apology. I don't know. 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. Uh, we'll take five calls, calls it right now, and uh, we'll determine uh, where I go from here. Do I call my mom and apologize or not? 855-33-WAY-FM. Let's go. Five calls, calls it. You're up now. Do I owe my mom an apology for yelling at something around her? You don't owe her one, but what I would say is if you feel any guilt about it, apologize to your mom. I'm sorry you had to see that. Another good one is I'm sorry you feel that way. 
you're not necessarily apologizing for anything other than what they saw, how they're feeling. I like this. You sound like a guy who's had to say you're sorry for a lot of things in life, and you figured it out. about 15 years now, so you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, you got the nuance. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Good luck, brother. All right, Melissa, you're up. Do I need to apologize to my mom or not? I think you do. I think speaking as a woman, not all women, but myself in particular, regardless of how strong we might seem on the outside, we see a man upset enough to be throwing things. It's a little battling. Okay, so so disconcerting, maybe scared her. Now, I did throw the hammer in the opposite direction of everybody. Yeah, and I'm wonderful. Thank you. That's growth for me. (laughs) It can never hurt to apologize to someone, right? Especially your mom and your wife. There you go. I got you down. That's good advice. Thank you, Melissa. Okay, take care. All right, April 5 calls, calls it. You're up. I had a little mantrum, not directed at my mom, but she saw it because I was mad at these rails uh, that we were building on our deck and they weren't going together properly. So do I owe my mom an apology uh, for being frustrated like Betty Rock said? Let me ask this. Did you scare her? Did she react in a way that you were like, oh, I'm out of control or something like that? You don't think I owe one, but maybe it's still a good idea. I would just say if you had scared her, you seem like the type of person that would have been like, y'all, I am so sorry. I shouldn't have lost my cool or something like that. I think you would have apologized in the moment, but I think mom understands that stuff happens. All right, Kim, you're up. What do you say? Should I apologize to my mom for being frustrated around her even though it had nothing to do with her? Well, as a mom, I would say I don't know that it's an old apology, but... It would be an appreciated apology. Okay. And then maybe you could say, hey, mom, can you pray for me about my anger? It's hard to see your, your, your children lose their control. Yeah, that's true. As a mom, like, you still are always a mom, and you never want to see your kid pitch a fit, like, in a Target or something. And so, for me, it was just at 54 years old on a deck. I like that. So, and, and I like the idea, too, of saying, hey, mom, uh, would you pray for me uh, because you made me this way? So, thank you. <laughs> Okay. I don't know that she made you that way, but all right. (laughs) Well, she had a hand in it. I didn't get this way by myself. Uplifting Way FM, this is the Wally Show. And we just did five calls, calls at a second ago. I got upset in front of my mom. And so it was like, uh, I asked people, should I apologize to her? You make the call. You know, even though I wasn't yelling at her, I was yelling in her presence. It's something I was frustrated by building this deck and these rails because it wasn't working. And so the majority did say, okay, hey, you should probably at least say you're sorry to your mom. So that's what we'll do. I'm a man of my word. Uh, and so I'm getting my mom up here now. We'll call her. Hello. Hey, mom, it's your son. How are you? I am fine. How are you, Wally? Good, good. Hey, real quick, we did a five calls, calls it. Remember that little mantrum that I threw when we were putting the rails together for the deck? Yes. Oh, yeah. my goodness, yeah. Yeah, I got really frustrated. I was upset, and and, and, and obviously not at you because you did nothing wrong. It was just the rails. So I asked people, I said, hey, uh, you know, do I owe my mom an apology for getting mad around her? And a lot of people said yes, actually. The majority said, you know what, you should probably call your mom and apologize uh, for getting mad in her presence. So here I am uh, doing what people have told me to do, and I am sorry that I got upset. 
Well, I just felt badly that you were having such a hard time with it. Yeah. See, she's an angel. That's why my mom is the best. That's so like, sweet. Yeah, she wasn't mad at me. She wasn't scared of me. Like, I was mad. I was upset. I was frustrated at the situation. Now, my wife, on the other hand, was mad at me. But my mom, look no, at that. That's the party love. was wonderful. <laughs> she just told you to calm down. Yeah, but she was mad. Like, she's like, you need to calm down now. And my mom just rolled with it. I think you might have walked inside. I don't remember. I was blinded by my rage at the time. <laughs> no, I was just praying we'd find a solution that would work. Well, we did and your prayers worked. We got the rails up and, and no one got hurt, so everything's fine. But no, I in all seriousness, I, if, if I upset you, because it's probably you know, I don't want to see Haley get upset and so I'm sure even as a child at 54 years old, uh, I'm sorry if <laughs> I if I uh, scared you or, or upset you. Well, you uh, don't worry about it, okay? Oh, she didn't say I didn't. Oh, oh no. Uh-oh. <laughs> Look at what you did. <laughs> Being the parent of like a little kid, I think has gotten a lot harder than when I was raising my daughter. She's 23 now. And ah man, I got to tell you the decisions you have to make and the things you have to monitor and protect your children from today has gotten a lot harder. What do you give them that's still entertaining, but also aligns with your values? You know, we've talked about way FM being a product that you don't have to filter, but like if you got Netflix in your house, you got to have the filter on. And even Disney plus you have the same problem. Oh, well, I'll tell you, Disney Plus has been disappointing to me as a parent and some of the things they've chose to put on there. And like, you got to watch it, you mm-hmm. know? And that's why it's so nice to have something. If I was raising little kids, I would do Pure Flix subscription, man, because you've got content on there that you're not having to filter out. And as a parent, I mean, I know we want to be involved in our kids' lives, but sometimes you need to park them in front of the TV and take <laughs> 10 minutes to yourself. That's why Pure Flix is a great option for uh, families. You got family stuff, obviously. They're even dabbling in some drama. Uh, yes, and uh, Pure Flix Originals. Like, I saw the uh, movie on their uh, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, and I have to tell you. You cried. I, I did. There was three <laughs> times. Not once, three times. I did. I wept, and uh, I was moved, and it was a great movie. And I think if I was raising my child now, I think Pure Flix would be definitely a part of my family's entertainment plan. So if you'd like to try Pure Flix, text PURE, that's P-U-R-E, to 91979 to get your one-week free trial. Faith and Family Entertainment with no ads on your favorite devices. Uplifting Way FM. This is The Rock Report with Betty Rock. Betty Rock is out sick today, so uh, you're stuck with me. Now, Gavin, you saw the newest movie, Top Gun Maverick, right? Oh, I've seen it three times, wow. actually, in okay. theaters. I've paid money, good money oh, to see goodness. this movie three that's, times. I, I, I'm a big fan of Top Gun, but that's a much. Uh, did you ever see the first one? I, I did, but I'm, okay. you know, obviously very young for when it came out, but yeah. it was very good. Okay, so here's the thing, though. Uh, you have to understand that it's just it's a movie, and there are things in it that are like, okay, it's not going to uh, be 100% factual or whatever, but no. uh, there is a astrophysicist, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He, he, I see him on TV all the time. I think he does stuff on ABC with them, uh, but he uh, was like, hey, Tom Cruise should have died in one particular scene in the very beginning of the movie. Okay, when he's in the, um, the hyper space jet yeah. looking thing? Yeah, and he ejects, he has to pull the eject cord at uh, Mach 10. Yeah, and so uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson says, Maverick ejects from a hypersonic plane at Mach 10.5 before it crashed and has no injuries. At that airspeed, he would splatter like a chainmail glove swatting a worm. Oh. Yeah, okay. Well. He also added that, uh, you know, going 7,000 
thousand miles per hour, which is what that is. He knows that because he's a physicist. Uh, giving him four million joules of kinetic energy, the explosive power of a hundred kilograms of TNT, a situation that a human physiologically could not survive. So Madrick does not walk away from this. He'd be dead, very dead. Well, I mean, does the science? We haven't proven that Tom is human. He's well, what sixty years old now, and look at him. I know, and he looks great, and he's still doing his own stunts. I mean, to to this whole point, I say, as someone who did not go to go to science school, I get it. <laughs> but he failed to take into account the Cruise continuum, and that is Tom Cruise is amazing <laughs> yes. and exists outside the laws of physics, Amen. good sir. And this is why science school is dangerous because it makes you no fun. When you look for actual answers, it makes you less fun. We can't make a movie on no. that type of science. Come on. And if he had died in the beginning of the movie, we don't have him finished to Top no. Gun. So come on, Neil. Just have a lighten up. Have a little fun, man. That's that's all it takes. Suspend disbelief sometimes when you go to the movies, and you'll actually enjoy them a little bit more. Uplifting Way FM, this is the Wally Show. And there's a day uh, where people set aside to raise awareness for the homeless people you know it's a world homeless day and i think this is a good idea because they can oftentimes be the people that get overlooked in society and you know when we take care of the least of these we're living out our faith and taking care uh you know and jesus says you take care of the least of these and you've done it unto me like that's a, a good thing for us to teach our kids how to be and for us how to live as well and i am curious though because everybody has a different approach when it comes to seeing a homeless person downtown and what do you do or you know do you give them money or do you tell them about a shelter do you have a kit in your car that you give to them and things like that and a lot of people have their different strategies but i'm really curious about the interactions that you've had with someone who's homeless like you were doing something nice for them or you just had a conversation with them and what was that interaction that maybe surprised you because i'm telling you homeless people have some pretty amazing stories too and i remember going down uh to the homeless uh area in our town where shower up a friend of mine uh paul runs shower up which is a ministry to give uh, homeless people showers and give them a little bit of dignity and it's it's so great and it was around thanksgiving and i was asking them about what they were thankful for you know because it's is looking on the outside of it you think well what would you possibly be thankful for sure. you're homeless you know and, and why and, and the amount of gratitude these people had for the simplest things shocked me and it humbled me and it was it was absolutely beautiful you know which really contrasts with you know people like us who do I think are very have everything like, blessed by a lot of stuff right to see people who have very little to be grateful it really puts it into perspective for us for sure and so I am curious like if there was ever an encounter you had with some homeless person that surprised you in a good way and maybe you walked away from that reevaluating something or learning something or just even being inspired by in your faith by it you know so 855 33 is the number that's 855-33-WAY-FM we'll take yours now Tris have you ever had an interaction with a homeless person that you thought was just really cool you had a good experience and you walked away maybe with a different perspective um, my husband and I both have um, it was um, a, a really hot summer day we live in South Carolina so you know it gets blistering hot down here and um, there was just a homeless man kind of in an outside mall area sitting on a bench you could tell that, you know, his clothes were dirty. He probably would have pristine, been white and clean and all that. You could just tell that he was homeless. 
and I keep water in my car. So I told my husband, I said, please go take him a bottle of water. It's way too hot for him to be sitting out here in the sun. And so my husband went over there and he took him the water. And the gentleman, you know, first he said, no, thank you. I'm good. And um, my and my husband's like, no, I, I, I would really like to do this. And he said, no, I'm good. You know, and he, he even made the comment, God will provide. You know, I get what I need when I need it. And I think that shocked myself and my husband just, you know, because you do think, you, you think, what can I do for these people? And then when they don't want anything, it's like, what do you mean you don't want anything? <laughs> right, right. You, you need a lot of things. But from the outside, we think that. But that's not always the case. And he was trusting in God for his daily, which is pretty amazing. Well, Tris, I appreciate you being on with us today and sharing your perspective. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just curious, Lisa, if you've ever had an experience with a homeless person, it was a good experience and it kind of surprised you a little. Absolutely. We were volunteering down at the soup kitchen at our Catholic parish and we ran across a gentleman who used to be an affluent business owner and a member of our parish that found himself walking through addiction. Thus, he ended up homeless. And so when we were there providing lunch for them, he found out that we were members of St. Patrick Catholic Church, which used to be his parish. And he asked the director of the soup kitchen to not let us leave until he came back. When he came back, he had taken his own money and bought chocolate advent calendars for all seven volunteers. It blew our minds to the point where my 13-year-old son, and we all know how teenagers are, he was almost in tears. He oh, wow. refused to eat the chocolate advent calendar. He's like, Mom, he doesn't have anything. Why is he spending his money on us? We have food. And I said, that's what he wanted to do. That's what God put on his heart. It so touched my son that every time we go back and volunteer, and we go back quarterly, that every time my son says, Mom, are we going to get to see Big Mike this time? Oh, that's so great. What a great lesson. And this guy had no idea the impact that's making on your son, which is so cool. Oh, yeah. Well, there was a bunch of uh, crying adults there like, can't believe this guy is so godly. Absolutely. See, that's great, man. And I think a lot of times we tend to overlook people and we don't think that they have value. They get devalued. But man, just like that, you cannot judge a book by its cover and everybody has worth and value in this world. So thank you so much. One more thing. I don't know what you're paying, Betty. But she needs hazard pay putting up with you two knuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs> Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. And in honor of World Homeless Day, I thought of a friend of mine who I love. He has a heart for the homeless. He started a ministry called Shower Up, which is expanding all throughout the country. And they provide mobile showers for people to give them a little bit of dignity in the midst of their homelessness. And his name is Paul. And uh, I'm proud to call him a friend because uh, of the work that he does. So, Paul, you know, you got World Homeless Day going on. Like, is there something that people need to know about homeless people that they might not know? Like, what do you wish people knew? I wish that people would just realize that everyone you see that's, you know, got a sign on a corner or that's living in a tent, they're people. They've got people who love them. They've got moms and dads and often brothers and sisters and sometimes even kids and they've made some mistakes they they've got some some hard times they're going through and oftentimes they just feel invisible and so the best thing that we can we can do sometimes is just say hello be kind smile 
and that goes a long way. Yeah, like not look past them and, and things like that. Yeah, even if you're not going to give them money, like, you know, is it okay to just kind of smile and acknowledge them? You know, I never give anybody money. And, and this is these are the people that I work with and I encounter uh, every day. Uh, I never give money, but I always either wave from my window down and talk to them. If I'm stopped there for a few minutes, I will talk to people and just say, has anyone been nice to you today? And try to be kind and share a kind word. So if you want to give money to them, I, I think that's fine. But I always tell people, listen, if you're going to give money, first give that money to the Lord and then release it to them. That way you're not responsible. It's between the Lord and them what they do with that money. So I think the biggest thing is just be kind. I love it, man. And that's why you do such good work for the homeless people, not only in Nashville, but all over the place, man, with Shower Up. And I know, obviously, these people appreciate your kindness and the hot shower, you know, when they need it. But also, too, it's just been really cool as a friend to watch God grow this passion in you into a ministry that's really affecting a lot of people. So I super appreciate what you're doing. It's a privilege to serve these friends. They're going through a hard time. And and any time that we can share God's love with them is a a great day. Well, that's the end, but it doesn't have to be. Check out our aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes as well as connect with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And be sure to join our exclusive potty Facebook group. You can find the link in the description of this podcast. And thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.